You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, listeners. We are here at Minot, North Dakota, in this very cold weather, warming up and warming up with uh, friends, talking about scripture and adoration and uh, the presence of God and living our life, being the light and life of God, which we are made in the image and likeness of. Uh, today, we've had Father Greg Luger on. We've had uh, Mon- Mons- Monsignor, um, all of a sudden I forgot, Monsignor Douglas Grahams. Uh, and uh, now we are bringing you uh, to the college age student. Uh, for inspiration and support, uh, there is ministry on the campuses. We have with us, welcome, Father Nate Brun. Are you there, Father? I am. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Do you want to tell us what your office is there and how you go about helping uh, in the ministry of the college students there? Oh, absolutely. This, uh, of all the things that I get to do as a priest, this is one of my favorite things. I love being able to spend time with our, uh, with our college students. So I'm in, uh, based out of St. Joe's Parish in Moorhead, Minnesota. And we minister to uh, the Catholic students and all students on the campuses of uh, Minnesota State University, Moorhead, uh, Concordia College, and to Minnesota State um, Tech School on uh, the south side of town. And um, give or take, between uh, those three campuses, we have... Um, anywhere between 7,500 to 10,000 students. Um, my responsibility is uh, director, so I'm overseeing all of that ministry. And we have such an incredible uh, leadership team made up of college students who have taken on a different role, uh, a leadership role, doing something, uh, doing something different with their campuses and how they are trying to transform their campus, how they're trying to invite their fellow peers into a uh, lasting relationship with Christ and His Church. Yes, that is Moorhead Catholic Campus Ministries, or as we call it, MCCM. MCCM. Yeah. Uh, just to <clears throat> start out really quick, um, anyone that's listening and wants to contact them, what is the good a good contact? Yeah, so we have a Facebook page, which is um, Moorhead Catholic Campus Ministries. We also have um, my email address is a good way to contact me personally. And we do have an Instagram account as well that is connected to our Facebook page. So those are all good ways that we, that we communicate. Um, and it's so important to have that technology these days because uh, we have been... In that COVID era, <laughs> we, we, we just can't get out of it yet. <laughs> right, right. 2021 is going to be better, but it's still better. <laughs> so, we, Father, we are, we've touched on today um, adoration for the individual, for the family, a little bit about for uh, the parent and the children. And now we're in the age range of... Uh, kind of that older teen to the, that college student in their 20s. Right. And um, are there focus ministry 
people on your campus, or what, is there a specific title? There, there them? is not a focused ministry here at okay. uh, St. Joe's here in our MSUM campus in Concordia and M State. We um, have developed a leadership team, um, what we call like peer ministers, for example. Okay, and they do a lot of um, the legwork. They're a lot of the hands and feet of the ministry, and. I love that you have been able to talk about adoration and how that has been so transformational for so for so many people, for so many families. Um, and college is such an interesting phase of life. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times when we look back and think about maybe our own journeys as well, and when we think back to when we were in high school and the amount of growth that happened between high school and college is so substantial, and there is um, a group of students who, um, a number of years ago, wanted to have a time in which, um, at the parish here, we do adoration from 8.30 on Monday morning until 8.30 on Monday evening, and each each one is set up as like a, a half-hour time slot, and so for those students especially who have never done something like adoration on their own before, a half-hour time slot is such a perfect time to begin that it's Mm -hmm. not this huge, long commitment, but I can commit to 30 minutes, and I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see what that does. And then there are some students who who do want to spend longer in there, and it's available then they can go and, and just hang out with Jesus for an hour and a half. Wow. So you have at least 30-some students that are helping this adoration take place? Um, I bet we probably would have, well, (laughs) COVID, again, introducing something always interesting. (laughs) So if we went um, pre-March 2020, um, I would say we are probably close to that 20 to 25 number. And now post-COVID, obviously, Students are working more remotely now, and um, my turnover has changed on the campus, as uh, college life does. And yes. so this year, I would say we're probably closer to that 15 number, 15 to maybe 20 um, on an average week. But each one, you know, taking a half-hour time slot or um, filling in when they can. Okay. Go ahead, Father. Hi, Father Nate. This is Father David Richter. Um co-host here. Good to hear you, Father David. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It sounds like you're doing great work and you have uh, some great uh, young people that are aflame. Uh, I'm just curious. I'm a little familiar uh, with your area. I spent a number of years at NDSU and Cardinal Minch Seminary, and I think St. Joseph's was one of the churches we would go to Mass a couple times a year. what do you have on campus? Do you have a chapel? Do you have a, a church there? Do they come to your church for adoration? Where does that all take place? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, about 10, 12 years ago, um, the leadership made the decision that um, some change, uh, changes needed to be made with our physical location. So we used to have a Newman Center that was located on 11th Street, which was just on the west side of MSUM's campus. Yep. And uh, that building was then sold, and the ministry was then moved 
to St. Joe's Parish in Moorhead here. And one of the things that we noticed in part of that transition is that we had a really strong MSUM showing when we were at the Newman Center. And a lot of our Concordia students would go to St. Joe's Church. And one of the pieces that we've noticed now since the ministry has moved to St. Joe's is that we have a lot more um, continuity between our Concordia College and MSUM College um, as they as they come together. Nice, nice. Yeah, In- sometimes sometimes we think being closer is better, but when one has to be intentional to go uh, to a particular place, it makes a greater commitment. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And there is something because we're. Uh, four blocks away from campus, and there is something about being able to step out of that space where I live, where I work, where I study, where I read, where I write my papers, and to take like a four-block walk before you get to the church. I mean, there's something about that distance, about being able to separate um, from that space a little bit, and being able to then enter into that worship space. Absolutely. There's something beautiful about that. And it, and it's almost like a safety area. I don't like to use that word, but because um, <laughs> on campuses, you know, <laughs> that's going around. Oh, this is a safety spot, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but it, there's that connection. Right. Um, whether whether we like to uh, recognize that or not, when we're in college, um, if there's something missing, it might be God. Mm-hmm. Right. It, have, have you ever had any experiences with anybody coming, any college students or other faculty coming and, and sharing stories like that with you? Oh, there, yeah, there are lots of stories. And that, that's part of uh, what I love so much about my ministry is that so much of what happens in our younger years uh, through like elementary and middle school and then even into high school for some degree, so much of what our young people are getting at that point is being handed on to them, is being taught to them, is being brought to them, and really, maybe kind of, for lack of better terms, they're almost being spoon-fed their faith. And for the first time in their life, really, and now when they step onto a college campus, maybe away from some of those safety nets, that this is their opportunity to say, yeah, I want that. You know, maybe it takes a a few semesters or maybe a few years even to come to that realization. But there's something about being able to say, I I, I want this. I want to take this on. Right. 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 That freedom to choose for oneself and to approach it not as an obligation, but as a need is a huge, huge step. Right. And one of the groups that I'm really noticing, especially as we look at a at a COVID era, <laughs> I mean, our, I take a look at our poor freshmen right now on campuses who, if we spin back to last year, really didn't get to have a high school graduation. A lot of them didn't have their high school prom. Uh, a lot of them, it was really tough to close that high school time of their life. And then they transitioned into college, and now they're college freshmen. And depending on which college they're at, you can't even necessarily go into somebody else's dorm room to have a conversation or to talk. And exactly. so it's been such an interesting dynamic, especially with that age group, as they try to figure out what in the world is happening, what, what, what is going on. 
What is this about? What does this mean? And Father Nate, we are going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back and we are going to touch on this topic of what can we do to help that group of youth to stay on track. Okay, we'll talk to you right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio, with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. We have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says, you can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We are here on Real Presence Radio, and if you're just tuning in, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us at realpresenceradio.com, and you can download the app and join us that way it's just a quick tap tap and we're there and we are um, on the radio today with father nate brun and he is over by moorhead minnesota and he works with the campus ministry there at uh, the colleges and uh, the south campus uh, Father David, why don't you yes. take us into it? All right, uh, Father Nate, you you offered some great reality and questions <clears throat> about helping out the the new college students who who last spring um, their life got turned upside down, um, and and uh, our treatment of COVID. Um, 
very extreme uh, because of the fear and whatnot. And we're having trouble kind of getting back to kind of a prudent normal. And, and uh, you ask those questions of, of all these things with these kids. They can't make friends because of distancing, wearing masks, all of that. You, and, and so it sounds like St. Joseph and your ministry, your campus ministry there, um, is, is a, I, I think would flourish in many ways because um, they get to actually be together um, not violating, you know, making be imprudent choices, but a little more of a normalness of what they've been, uh, what has been, shall we say, stolen from them because of COVID-19. So what, what are you doing and, and what do you think, is there anything we can do? I know we can pray and help, but, but what, what, what are your thoughts on all those questions and those situations? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the ten million dollar question, right? Is how, <laughs> yeah. what do we do? How do we how do we begin to move forward? One of the most beautiful um, opportunities that we have as a MCCM uh, campus ministry is we have mass uh, for our college students at eleven forty five on Sundays, and then after we would get done with mass, there are different uh, groups from the parish who would take on a, a home cooked meal. And so every Sunday, then, the students could come to Mass, and then after Mass, we would gather as a group, and after we would uh, meet with this, um, uh, who the group was that was cooking, then the students would get a fresh home-cooked meal uh, at least once a week. And it was a great time to be able to sit at a table and have conversation with people. Some of them you knew, some of them uh, you didn't know. And for those uh, students who are really looking, especially for a group to somewhere to sit down and to to just talk with people that was such a great opportunity because well what better way to talk with college students than give them food and certainly with uh, some of our covid situations that that's just not available right now and we've had to switch kind of adjust a little bit of how we can then do something like that ministry and um when we look at the needs of some of our our youth right now, and when I say youth, I'm really thinking of those who are probably 17, 18 to about 24, 25 years old. And I asked I asked one of the college students yesterday. I said, that, I mean, if if you could give advice, like what what is it that you would want people to know? Like what would be really good for people to know? maybe about your age right now, and she's a, a college senior. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she said was just so helpful for her is that she just really wanted people who could listen. Yeah. And so in the midst of, I mean, having to wear face masks is maybe uncomfortable as it is. The college students that I've been around haven't really had a problem with that. Um, eating food, not being able to do that, um, as much as they really want to do it, they've been able to get through that. The hardest piece has been how do we gather together? How do we get together? How do we? Yeah. How do we bond? Yeah, the, and, the companionship. We're we're God made us to be relationship type people. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And that's that's one of the pieces um, 
when we look forward, maybe for, you know, what ways can I, as a listener or as a parent, as a grandparent, as um, a parishioner sitting in a pew who knows of, you know, somebody who's going to be going off to college, what can I do to help? And I think one of the most beautiful things about this generation is that they want to talk. <laughs> they, they want to be able to, they want to be able to know that they're heard. Yeah. And yeah. so often to be able, I mean, I can sit in my office and we could have, you know, a line of college students who all just want to come and, and to just share their story, <laughs> share what it is that they're dealing with, what it is that they're dealing with, um, to talk about life and to just kind of sort through what in the heck is going on. Why is my mind racing 10,000 miles an hour and I can't do anything about it? And to just be able to talk it through. Yeah, Father Nate, that it's amazing um, what I've seen and what I hope I'm correct in uh, discerning. We, we, we think COVID-19 is making more technological communication. It's requiring it now, but what it usually does to kids, it's just like if you make them overdo something, they go the other way. Mm-hmm. And so our kids who spend time texting to each other when they're in the same room now want to throw away their phones and just be able to sit and see the other's face right. and communicate. So right. God, God gets his way in really strange ways. <laughs> That is so true. That is so true. I, yep. It's a beautiful relationship <laughs> to be able to see uh, a young person like that start to make that transition. <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. when they realize that there's something that just isn't quite sitting right within me, and I don't know what to do about it necessarily. But yeah. that's why that foundation is so important that parents and grandparents are passing on. <clears throat> when I don't know what else to do, I can at least go talk to Father. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. We're running out of time here, Father Nate, and I'm going to share a little kind of humor. Um, I, I haven't lacked at all. I have like 60 nephews and nieces in my family. I have 13 brothers and sisters. So um, if you can stay with family, <laughs> I have a whole host of variety of people to talk to. But, <laughs> but, but, but I think the hardest thing for me um, is is one there's just this which teenagers are way more sensitive when they walk into a store people like go on the other side of the aisle they don't want to really look at you and they have a mask on Mm. um what what i think has done the most harm is not being able to see facial expressions Mm -hmm. and in this this distancing um has harmed our relational uh, affection and and care for others and and so know that we will be praying for you and uh any of the kids that are there from Minot tell them there's always a place at St. John the Apostle Church and uh, a priest to talk to or or people to visit with so thank you for your great work and I'll let Lori close us up as we have to move on to break yeah Sounds so good. thank um, you all very much Thank you, Father. One more time, do you want to say your uh, site where they can connect in with you? Yeah, so we're on uh, Moorhead Catholic Campus Ministry on Facebook, and that also connects to Instagram. And then also we do have a website, which is www.stjoesmhd.com. Then at the bottom of the page is the link for MCCM. Wonderful. 
Well, thank you. Um, we are going to take this over to Therese, and she's going to tell us what is expected or coming up tomorrow. Yeah, so the next Real Presence Live is Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Deacon Paul Trinan and Heather Carroll will be coming to you live from the Abbey of the Hills. Who will win donuts this week? Tune in to find out during this week's Honor Our Fathers segment. And Dr. Paul Carson will be on to talk about COVID and the vaccine from a Catholic doctor's perspective. All that and much more will be coming up on the next Real Presence Live. And that's tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Well, thank you, Therese. Uh, looks like we have uh, another great lineup coming up tomorrow. Excellent. And uh, donuts, Father. Have you gotten received donuts? Has anybody put you in for that drawing yet? Uh, no, no. Oh, no, I, I have to talk to Luke. Well, Luke, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I can have a donut every now and then, but uh, yeah. donuts are probably not the best, best thing, thing for me. But to you get. know what? You can offer them to everybody else. Uh, share them they with can, my staff. Yeah, everybody else can eat. Yeah. Or the kids. Yeah. All the kids. That come, well, I don't know yeah. how much CCD you guys have right, right now. Right, right. Them, but. So is, is Father Nate, are you still on? I am, yep. Okay. Well, hey, it's is great visiting with you, Father Nate. Blessings to your ministry, and uh, take care of those good young people there. Thank you. You too. Thanks for taking care of our listeners. Yes, and thank you for helping us. Stay warm. Okay. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember,